Greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. Better dig deep and put them in the ground. But on their hands, they're held back. This episode of Steadfast and Loyal Podcast is brought to us by our friends at the United States Concealed Carry Association. It helps responsible Americans like you prepare for what happens before, during, and after an act of lawful self-defense. USCCA members get life-saving education, expert training, plus self-defense liability insurance. These benefits provide more than 500,000 USCCA members with a peace of mind that they deserve. Plus, a USCCAA membership is always risk-free with their 100% money-back bulletproof no pun intended, guarantee. Membership is truly an investment worth exploring. Click learn more below right now to activate your U.S. Concealed Carry Association membership. Click learn more right now. And of course, also you get this incredible Concealed Carry magazine. And a lot of people need to understand what concealed carry really means. Here in the state of Texas, where we had the constitutional carry that got passed, but still there's a big difference between understanding just constitutional carry and concealed carry. So you need to make sure that you understand those nuances because there are a lot of people that are going out there and they're getting arrested for not properly following the rules. And so concealed carry will help you understand the rules and the laws and the regulations to your respective states out there. And remember that the USCCAA is not an insurance company. A policy has been issued to the USCCAA by Universal Fire and Casualty Insurance Company. That policy provides the association and its members with self-defense liability insurance subject to its terms, conditions, limitations, and exclusions. Hey, folks, and welcome back to the Staff Asset Law Podcast. Happy New Year. I pray each and every one of you had a great New Year's. You know, I spent a little time on the road. Uh, I was down in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl game between Kansas State, which is my wife and myself. Both of us have degrees from there. Angela was a business professor there. She got her Bachelor's of of Science, I'm sorry, and also her Ph.D. from there. She was a business professor. I got my Master's from there, and I instructed ROTC. They didn't do so good against Alabama. But I tell you what, my original alma mater, the University of Tennessee, they won the Battle of the Orange in the Orange Bowl against Clemson. I was real pleased with that. And my birth state, Georgia, well, they're going back to the College Football National Championship. Except I got to be real quiet because I live out here in Texas, North Texas. As a matter of fact, we do our podcast over here in Tarrant County, not too far away from Fort Worth, Texas. That's where Texas Christian University is. I don't want to upset those horn frog people. They might put the hypno frog on me. But it's going to be a good game. 
between Georgia and TCU, looking forward to it. But one of the things when you have come through this college football season, this bowl season, and I'm a college football nut, I got to tell you, after Monday, the 9th of January, I'm going to go to a little state of a mini depression. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the pro NFL, they go into their playoffs and then to the Super Bowl, but I really, really miss college football. I mean, you think about that game that was played right here, the Cotton Bowl, here in uh, Arlington, Texas, not too far from where we're sitting right now. Here you got the last four minutes in the fourth quarter. USC is up 45-30 to 30 against little bitty Tulane. USC, college football powerhouse, historic, fight on. Everybody knows the, the words to their fight song. Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. But did that matter to Tulane? Tulane ends up scoring 16 points in the final four minutes to upset the University of Southern California, the USC, the mighty Trojans. Little bitty Tulane from New Orleans, Louisiana. Little bitty Tulane that was 2-10 last year finishes up their conference champions and 11-2 and and upset the Heisman Trophy-led United University of Southern California Trojans. That's why we love college football. Those kids out there playing with a passion. Although, you know, I'm starting to kind of worry about this transfer portal thing, how it will affect loyalty and allegiance. I don't want to see a free agency develop in college football. But the bottom line about college football, the thing that I like about it is that it comes down to some basics. Just two basics. I mean, you can draw up all the fancy plays and everything like that, but what does it really come down to? It comes down to blocking and tackling. You don't block, who cares about the play you drew up? It's going to fail. You don't tackle, who cares about how big your defensive line is? The running back goes right through them, especially if the other team is blocking. And so when I think about 2023, when I think about that theme, back to basics, there's a lot of resolutions out there that people will have to work out, get in better shape and everything. Chances are it was the same resolution they had the year before and the year before, maybe even the year before that. But I'm talking about a resolution that will help you in sustaining your country. See, when I talk about getting back to basics, I think it is time that we really get back to studying and understanding what is the United States of America. It ain't a democracy, okay? That shows that you fail Civics 101. America is a constitutional republic. We do have a representative democracy, and we vote as part of that representative democracy so that we send people to be our voices, But we're not supposed to establish a political elite class. As a matter of fact, George Mason, 17 June 1788, once said that nothing so greatly impels a man to regard the interests of his constituents than the certainty of returning to the general mass of the people from whence he was taken where he shall participate in their burdens. Our founding fathers never meant for us to have a 
career political class. They wanted us to have citizen legislators. They wanted us to have citizen servants. But in our apathy, because we have forgotten the basics, we got people that are there forever. And it only changes if we change ourselves. So let's talk about getting back to basis. Let's talk about the call to action. Let's talk about some of the things you can do. Because so many times people say, well, Colonel, there, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just one little person. <laughs> Jesus Christ was one little person born in a manger. And he's still drawing people to him. That's what you can do. That's the effect that you can have if you choose to do so. So let's just go through some things that I think that you can do. In this 2023, your resolution, which I think can make a difference. I think one of the first and foremost things that we got to get back to studying and understanding what this thing is. You know, Declaration of Independence, Constitution, United States of America, not really that thick. I mean, we just saw people pass a 4,220-page omnibus spending bill last, de- last month in December 2022. Do you really think that people read 4,220 pages in 48 hours? If you do, man, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you the biggest steak dinner you want. And really, when you think about it, an omnibus spending bill, that is unconstitutional. What they're supposed to do is they're supposed to get in there, and I believe that there are 12 appropriations bills that they're supposed to get passed on the discretionary spending side. you got defense discretionary and non-defense discretionary. The mandatory spending side, which is where you have Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, net interest of the debt, that's not touched. But you know something? That's over 60%, close to 65% of the overall, overall federal budget. It's getting out of control. But when we have a discretionary budget side, it's out of control as well, and they just throw in a bunch of hodgepodge junk, whatever, and then they pass it in the middle of the night, that's not being part of the basics. The only thing that the Congress of the United States of America is supposed to do, and really I think if you look at your state constitutions, the only real thing that they're supposed to do when they're in session is pass a budget. You know that simple, basic thing that we have to do in our households and our families. But if we don't understand that, then all of a sudden we hear about an omnibus spending bill. Like, okay. We got to start understanding these things. When you commit yourself, and I want you to do this. I want you to write down right now. Go to your calendar, wherever it is in your home. And you should still have an old school calendar. I still have an old school calendar. And on the 4th of July, on your old school calendar, Write down on it, read the Declaration of Independence. But not just to yourself, but do as they did when the Declaration of Independence came out. They read it in the town squares. They read it in the churches. They read it in the community halls. Because they wanted everyone to understand what they were establishing. It doesn't take long because I've done it before. As a matter of fact, I spoke at my church and I read the Declaration of Independence on the 4th of July. When you read the Declaration of Independence, you understand why we were founded, what what it meant to, to have this separation of a bond, what it means to 
B, for government to exist only by the consent of the governed. That's you, me, usin, as we say down south. And the fact that when you read the Declaration of Independence and you see the grievances that Thomas Jefferson listed, the usurpations of King George III in England, Great Britain, you're going to see a lot of those things consistent to what we're experiencing today. Only if you decide to write down on your old school calendar that you have up on your wall, July the 4th, 2023, read the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and you say, well, well, Carl, that's not hard. Yeah, it is for some people. And let me tell you what happens if you don't read it. Then you get some knucklehead that comes up and says, oh, America wasn't established on July the 4th of 1776. America was established when the first slave ship arrived in 1619. That's how. You will lose your history. It will be revised. It will be eliminated if you don't make the decision to write down on July the 4th of 2023 and 2024 and 2025, 2026. Read the Declaration of Independence so that your family, it becomes a tradition in your family. It becomes a tradition for each and every one of you. It passes on. Your kids grow up and say, I remember old Grandpa Allen. He read the Declaration of Independence. That's why we're going to read it in our house today. That's what you have to start doing. you got to get back to the basics. you got to bring it back into your your homes, into your churches, into your communities. you got to understand what it means to be civically engaged and involved. That's why we have the Black Robe Regiment Tomahawk. It's a symbol of a spirit. It's a symbol of a, of a will, a desire to stand up and fight for something that you believed in. That's what those pastors and ministers did when they came out. That's what you need to do right now if we want to get back to basics. See, a lot of people out there have all these different book clubs and everything like that, and they read all kind of, you know, books. But are you reading a book that's going to help you in preserving the longest-running constitutional republic that the world has ever known? How about having a constitutional study group? I mean, it's, it's Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, that's how thick it is. You could sit down and you could go through and, you could study and understand, and, and again, this is why mine has to have a paperclip on it because, I mean, it's, it's falling apart. I've had this thing for quite a while, and it's all highlighted and underlined and all kind of stuff because, you know, this is, my, this is the contract between me, the individual, and the government. They only exist based upon my consent, so you think I should understand what that contract is. You think that I should understand what they're supposed to be doing? They sure as heck ain't supposed to be allowing 5 million, well, probably 6, 7 million, to come into our country illegally. We're a sovereign nation. We're not just a piece of dirt in between Canada and Mexico and the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean. We're a sovereign nation. We have a border supposed to be protected. We have a clause, a guarantee clause in the Constitution that says that the federal government is supposed to protect us from invasion. Single military-aged males coming over in camouflage and dressing dark, uh, you know, attire with backpacks, that's an invasion. And I would 
tend to believe that not all these family units are family units. Why aren't we doing DNA testing right there? Instead of just, you know, saying, come on, here we go. And they're lying about it. But see, if you don't understand those things, then you will sit down and you will listen to media outlets who omit the truth from you. To me, that's that's criminal. I mean, we're supposed to have a free press. We're not supposed to have a propagandized press. See, the fact that we live in a country now where a government can align with a private sector company to undermine and suppress your First Amendment rights, freedoms, liberties, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of a religion and free exercise thereof, uh-uh, that ain't supposed to happen. Maybe some of y'all saw the video of, you know, I got this really awesome, fully suppressed 9-millimeter carbine. It was done in March of 2022. I didn't get to own it until December of 2022. Because I had a federal government that had to beg for permission. And I had to pay them more money. To me, that's hidden taxation unconstitutional to get my weapon. The weapon that I had gone through a background check and I wasn't flagged. The second amendment, you know, in this little thing, the constitution, it says very clearly a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, necessary for the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So why is it that I go out and get something that, that, that protects my hearing? I mean, you go over to these foreign countries, you go to Europe, they don't want you out there with a rifle that's not suppressed. That seems barbaric to them. But yet here in America, a law-abiding legal, legal gun owner has to beg. And oh, by the way, here in the state of Texas, we passed a law in the last legislative session that says any suppression device that is made, manufactured, built, whatever you want to call it, in the state of Texas, sold to a citizen of Texas, should not be under the, will not be under the jurisdiction of the federal government. Because it's not interstate commerce. So this suppressed 9-millimeter carbine that I had bought was made here in Texas. Every single bit of it. What does the federal government have to do with the fact that I had to wait nine months? None of business. Oh, so you're going to say, well, you know, we got to make sure that you're not going to go out and, you know, commit an act or, or she said, no, you don't. You already did a background check for me to get the weapon in the first place. So why do, I, why do I need to go through another background check, submit fingerprints, submit photos, submit more money to get something I already went through a background check to get approved? See, that's what happens when you don't get back to basics. You don't read. You don't understand. You got a federal agency that is out there making laws, regulations, because they're violating the very basics and the fundamentals of our representative democracy. This should be going through our legislators to make these determinations, not just somebody writing a rule, which is the reason why last month we had Michael Cargill on. He is now suing 
the ATF, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, because they are trying to take away the licenses of these federal firearms licensees over simple little clerical errors on a 4473 form. They're changing the 4473 form without any comment, trying to set people up. Shall not be infringed. But when you're too busy, you know, being part of Oprah Winfrey book clubs and not a constitutional study group, you don't understand what Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution is. And I can see people out there right now writing it down. Oh, man, I got to find out what Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution is, you know, because I'll never want to run into the colonel at the airport. And he might ask me. And I would. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution lists the duties and responsibilities the jurisdiction, the purviews of the legislative branch of the federal government. Show me in the Constitution, in Article 2, the executive branch, where it says that the President of the United States of America can relieve college student loan debt. He can't wave a magic wand and say that your contractual obligation to another entity is relieved. And oh, by the way, we're going to use everybody else's money to pay it off. Give me a break. Even Nancy Pelosi said you can't do that. But when you don't have constitutional study groups, when you're not getting back to your basics, this is what ends up happening. When someone stands up and says that, you know, parents, you don't have a right to decide what your children are being taught. That's how we get back to basics. That's how we get parents engaged and involved. I remember my mom and dad going to PTA meetings. I remember when we had those, you know, PTA nights when all the teachers were there and everything and the parents got to come in and sit down and talk about little Johnny Jane or Alan. But we're too busy now. We can't get involved, can't get engaged. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day during COVID and you look at the computer and you see exactly the crap that our kids are being indoctrinated on. So I wanted you to think about what just happened in Fairfax County, Virginia, where the Fairfax County Public Schools set out and said that what equity means. Equity for them, and this is their model, this is their, their mantra, equity means equal outcomes for all students without exceptions. Equal outcomes for all students without exceptions. That's the Fairfax County Public Schools motto. That's their mantra. And you know how that came out to be? Because we just found out that they withheld the knowledge of students earning National Merit Scholarship status so they couldn't apply and put that down on their college applications because they believe in equal outcomes for all students without exception. See, that's what happens when you get away from your basics. When you don't attend school board meetings, I'm so glad to see that we're going out there and attending those school board meetings. I'm so glad to see, like right here, Carroll ISD, South Lake, Texas. They didn't care what NBC said. They didn't care what the progressive socialist left was saying. They said, we're going to stand up the South Lake Families Pact and we're going to take back our school board. Because this cultural competency action plan, that's not educating our kids. That's indoctrinating our kids, and we're not having it. That's what we need for you to get back to basis, you to get back to the blocking and tackling of being a citizen in a constitutional republic. 
If you don't know what that means, study it and understand. Share it with others. See, in 2023, instead of sending out the little cute little video of the kid dancing or, you know, playing the piano or whatever, share some knowledge about being a citizen in the Constitutional Republic. Because we're getting off the rails, folks. There are some people, and I was reading, you know, over New Year's break. There are some people that believe that we are heading into a decade of decline. And when you think about it, you look at all the, the, the operating systems of this country, our economic operating system, our energy security and operating system, our national security, our foreign policy, our border security, our education system. Those foundations are being destroyed. And we're sitting around and, you know, there are some people that think it's just hunky gum dory. Well, it ain't. And then there's another group of people that don't want to say anything about it because they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to lose friends. They ain't your friend anyhow. I'm honest. If people want to see the decimation of your country, they ain't your friend. If people believe that the sexualization of your child is okay, they're not your friend. I mean, where here in Texas or, or other places, where's child protective services when we got parents taking kids to adult entertainment venues to watch half-naked guys jumping around in drag outfits? If you're an adult, go knock yourself out. But how is that not against the law? Contributing to a delinquency of a minor. And like I said, the fact that some of this stuff is happening in churches. Oh, boy. So in 2023, I'm challenging you to get back to basics, to find out what you can do in your local communities. Some of y'all out there don't know who your city council member is. Some of y'all don't know who your county commissioner is. You don't know who your school board members are. You might not even know who your state house and state senators are. I'll never forget the time when someone was ranting and raving at me at a, at a speaking event. And I asked her, who is her state senator here in Texas? She said, Ted Cruz. And I just said, ma'am, I don't mean to embarrass you, but you're sitting up here ranting and raving how everything is going wrong. And you just told me that your Texas state senator is Ted Cruz. He's your U.S. senator. And the Bible says my people suffer for lack of knowledge. America's suffering because we've gotten away from the basics. We don't understand our foundations. We don't understand our fundamentals. Some of us are very happy to be in the matrix world. But you're going to have to take a red pill and see the real world is out there. Article 3 of the Constitution, Supreme Court doesn't make law. But yet you got people out there burning down pro-life pregnancy centers. Because they believe that the Supreme Court can make law. Federal government never had any business 
on the issue of murdering unborn children in the womb. And you can't grant a constitutional right from the bench of the Supreme Court to go out and murder unborn children by cutting their bodies into pieces. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that that was a failed premise. But when we're not educated, when we don't understand our basics, over 60 million little babies have been tossed onto the sacrificial altar of the modern-day worshipers of Moloch, one of the gods of the Baals, the god of child sacrifice. You only learn that if you read about it. 2023, I'm asking you. No, I'm not. I'm telling you. To get back to basics. To study to show thyself approved. And understand what it means to be a citizen in a constitutional republic. The place that we call home these United States of America. And for those of you who, like me, live here in the state of Texas, there's only one state in the United States of America that has its own Declaration of Independence. And all of you new folks moving here into Texas, you need to read up about that. Because right now, the sovereignty and independence of Texas is being destroyed by the unconstitutional actions of people in government. But if you don't know that, you don't understand that, if you haven't read that, then you will continue to walk in darkness. But I'm praying that the light will come on and you will have a road to Damascus moment in 2023. Step fast and loyal. Before they burn it down.